0: The petition to break up Clark County School District failed to make it to Carson City this year. But it ain't over till it's over. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we're talking with Nevada independent education reporter Rocio Hernandez, who tells us why people on both sides of the issue are still fighting. It's Monday, February 6th, 2023. I'm Vogue Robinson, and here's what Vegas is talking about. Rocio Hernandez, thank you so much for being on CityCast Las Vegas. How are you today? Doing well. Just a little chilly. Oh my gosh, right? This is the season. I'm officially praying for our very hot summer. (laughs) I know you are a reporter for the Nevada Independent, and you've been really covering education. We've been hearing the news that the most recent attempt to split up big old Clark County School District has failed. The community schools initiative through some drama and the company they hired, like, it's not going through. They didn't get the signatures they needed to put up the proposal before the legislature. So, From what you're seeing, is this effort just dead in the water?
1: I think it's hard to say, but I have been hearing a little bit of chatter, not anything super formal yet, that there might be an attempt to revive a a similar effort. It's not exactly what community schools was trying to do, but something along the lines of breaking up, at the very least, CCSD, which, Mm -hmm. as you know, it's our largest school district here in Nevada of 300,000 students. And there's dissatisfaction within the community You know, questions of whether it's too big and whether it's performing as it should be or Mm -hmm. whether there should be some attempt to revamp the system and just try something completely different that we've never done before.
0: That's interesting. So is this chatter, is it coming from like the lawmakers?
1: So I did see something out of an Elko newspaper with an interview with State Senator Pico Ikechia, where he said he is expressing some interest in bringing something forward. Um, And I called him up yesterday and he said, definitely Mm -hmm. he wants to see something to break up CCSD. So he's got a pretty large district, 19. It goes all the way up from Elko and goes down into parts of Clark County. And so he said that he's been interested for a while of seeing something to address CCSD and its size and the overhead, the cost of managing it, And so what he wants to do is something similar to what the community schools initiative was doing. But if he were to move forward with a bill, he said he'd like to see some sort of population cap. So not every municipality can bring up their own school district. He said it would probably be restricted to, you know, larger municipalities of maybe about 100,000, he said, is around his target. Mm -hmm. So that would mean still cities like Henderson, for example, could break apart from CCSE and maybe form their own school district if that's the route that they wanted to go with.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have their own libraries. (laughs) So it's totally possible. I could see them trying. Let's talk about the stakeholders in this because you have the administrators, right? Who's going to actually manage this process? Then you have the teachers. And what does this mean for our teachers? The parents and then, but really like at the top of the list of the people who it really impacts, they don't have a vote and it's the students or the babies. So where do these different groups Stand on the issue. So I, I want
1: to start off with parents and other community members as well, you know, guardians or family members of the mm-hmm. students. I think for a long time, there's been a lot of frustration with just the Nevada education system overall. You know, there's all these arguments. Are we funding schools properly? But, you know, at the, like you said, at the end of the day, it comes down to students and are they performing the way we want them to. And I think for a long time, people have been complaining that CCSD is underperforming. I think I just checked the Nevada Department of Education's mm-hmm. numbers on CCSD, and it says that about 20% of high school students are proficient in math. Uh-huh. And I think, what, 40% of elementary school students are proficient in English language arts. Wow. So I don't think that those results are exactly what a community would want to see. So this is one way that some people are hoping that we'll address that issue. Maybe let's break apart the school districts. Maybe this district has grown too large for itself to handle. And what proponents will say is, let's give the power back to communities and see if they can come up with a better solution. Mm. And so I think that's the appetite that is out there for this idea, just being tired of seeing the same results over and over again and wanting to try something new. I think in addition to that, for adults at least, the politics of the school district has also been something that there's been displeasure with. Mm. The school board has been known for being dysfunctional, especially in the past two years.
0: Look, the board meetings are lit. Yes. Like, I watch them on YouTube and on Facebook Live just so I can watch teachers go on strike, so I can watch people just go off. I've, I remember, oh, the whole board got up and walked out of a meeting that one time. It's actual reality. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I'm nodding my head up and down with you. I think I've heard it be- being referred to, like, the real Wives of CCSD yes. or something
0: like that. The real board, like, the real school board of Clark County could be a show and we could be funding education with the money that goes from the show. <laughs> and so I
1: think that some of that dissatisfaction is is part of the reason why this push has, you know, been popular with some is that there's like this dissatisfaction with the reputation of the district or with the reputation of the board, and they're all just intertangled with each other. And there's just this desire to have something different now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's unclear if there'll be enough support and momentum for something like this.
0: Mm -hmm. And different is so broad, right? So, I mean, from a parent perspective, I can understand that frustration of, I just want something different, period, because this is not working. So that's the parent perspective. What are the teachers saying? Have you noticed anything from like the teachers unions? Do they want it to be split up? At least as far as our largest teachers union,
1: the Clark County Education Association, I know they've been, along with the district, been opposed to such ideas. So from the district's point of view, they've said that doing something like this could cause inequities within the new systems that would be formed under such an idea And I think the union is pretty much aligned with the district in uh, opposing such a measure,
0: too. What I'm hearing you say, I'm trying to make sure I understand, is, okay. if we split up the school district into different pieces, depending on how it's split up, it might mean that some schools will receive or some districts will receive more money than others and lead to more inequality accurate.
1: I think it's unknown, but that is what the opponents of such an idea are saying that it would create new inequities. I think superintendent Jar recently said it in his latest address on the state of the district. He said this would be pitting urban students with suburban students. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what the biggest argument against such an idea is. But it's not really clear, you know, like none of us know exactly if that is true or not, if that'll happen or not because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, And I think the proponents of the measure would tell you that inequities already exist within our system. I think we all Girl. know that there's some schools <laughs> that are more privileged than other schools. And so,
0: therefore, we're already seeing this. So let's talk about the people who are for the split. People are saying, let's split up Clark County School District. What are they saying?
1: I think they're saying that, you know. Like we mentioned, they want to try something different. They want to try something smaller. I think one of the arguments that I've heard is, as its name implies, a community school. They want to see the communities fend for themselves and come up with their own ideas. And they're saying the communities know their communities best. So therefore, they will know. What the students in their community need the most, as opposed to having CCSD be overhead of a lot of school districts, not only in Las Vegas, but Henderson, you've got North Las Vegas, and then you've got the school district extending out to areas like Mesquite and Laughlin and Boulder City. Those are all very different communities with all very different needs. So I think the proponents are saying, look, let's try to see if we can each split up and each take care of our own students and then meet the needs that way. You know, you also got a smaller population to work with. So now it'll be more intimate, uh, less class sizes or smaller class sizes.
0: Yes, I saw that's probably one going to be one of the things that's discussed at the legislature, which I feel like I've been watching that conversation come up and down for the past like 20 some odd years of no 40 students to one teacher does not make a good learning environment. Were there any other specific arguments um, that people are making, like teachers or administrators, about why we definitely should split up Clark County School District?
1: Well, I know one of the things that State Senator Pico Gachiga was interested in was looking at the cost of running such a large school district. And he was saying that there's a lot of overhead, there's a lot of administrators. And so he was thinking about whether cutting down the school district into smaller chunks would alleviate some of those costs. But like I said, I I just think that a lot of this is unknown. It's unclear if it would actually make a difference. Because if you're going to have the school districts be split up into smaller districts, I don't know if that would actually lessen the cost or increase the cost. Because now you're going to have different systems that need, I don't know if they're going to use existing infrastructure. Are they going to need new infrastructure? Are they going to need new administrators and teachers also? You know, we already have a teacher shortage. So I don't know where we'll find all of this if we already are having trouble finding all these resources as it is with existing state funding. And that's the other big question, too. How will this be funded? Mm. And I think the proponents will say, you know, the way school funding works right now is that the state funds it per pupil. So essentially, the state funding should go to each pupil. But how that will actually work out and break into, it's, it's just all unclear. And I think that's the biggest hurdle that such a move has to overcome is this fear of the unknown even if there are people dissatisfied with the way the district is working, I think there's also a lot of fear of what would we do without the system?
0: How would Ooh, we make this work? We're trapped in the little like, in the, we've always done it this way. I think I wonder, too, I, I would want to see a plan. You know, I think maybe that's why people are afraid to to say yes to it is. Should we split it up? Yeah, like that's easy to yell and jump on the bandwagon for. But what are the steps? What are we going to do? So I think I would want to see a plan as well. So I'm curious from kind of what you've done, your own research, can you give us an example of like another large school district um, in the country that's taken similar steps to maybe break up their school district? I don't know if we have
1: any examples. And I think that's also the other thing to overcome is, right, I think if the proponents of such an idea were to come with concrete examples Mm. to show us, you know, this works. I think it would make people feel a little bit more at ease, maybe not go all the way to support it, but maybe just not completely unoppose it and, you know, be somewhere in the middle. But I, I can tell you that, you know, from my own personal experience, I just recently moved from Arizona, where we did have a lot of school districts just within Maricopa County, which is the largest county in Arizona. Yeah. And you would see exactly that. I was born that. there. <laughs> yeah, you would see exactly that. You, We all knew that there was districts that had more resources than other districts. So I think no matter what, at least from that example, inequities will continue to exist.
0: Based on what you've covered over the years, what do you think feels like the best solution or like the best direction for us to go?
1: Well, I myself am a product of CCSD schools. And I do remember being a student in a classroom where I did have a lot of subs. And so therefore, the instruction wasn't as great as I would have wanted it to be. Hmm. I don't think and I don't mean to be cliché about this but I don't think there's one single answer to this question. I think it just takes all of us as a state regardless of political parties to work together on this and to really care about investing in our students, investing in our schools, treating our teachers with respect, you know, restoring mm-hmm. that confidence again in our public K through 12 systems. I think we have some great schools and I don't want to, you know, just be super negative. You know, I definitely am happy with overall how things turned out for me. But I do think that there is room for improvement. I think we should never forget that. And just keep students as our guiding light, you know, do what we think is best for them. And like, you know, remember our own experiences as students and what we would have wanted to see in our own classrooms.
0: Well put. Rocia Hernandez, thank you so much for being on CityCast Las Vegas today. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me. Before you go, here's David with
2: a little news. Thanks, Vogue. Well, we've got two very different animal stories to tell you about. So first, if you've recently had a bad breakup, this might just be the Valentine's gift you're looking for. For a mere $15, the Animal Foundation will put your ex's name on a litter box, have a cat do its, you know, business, and then send your ex an image of the whole thing. Ugh, pretty sure that is the opposite of sexting. And here's a literally wild story out of Henderson from Fox 5. Ghost is the name of a dog that was possibly abandoned in the desert as a puppy and adopted by wolves. There was a steep cost to his well-being based on obvious injuries from fighting and the struggle to survive as a dog in a wolf's world. They think he might have even been forced to eat rocks at times because of food scarcity. Well, Ghost, the white dog with a knack for disappearing, has finally been rescued. And while it'll be a bumpy road to full recovery, it looks like he's doing okay.
0: That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Do you think CCSD should be broken up? Let us know by leaving us a voicemail at 702-514-0719. If you enjoyed the show, go tell a friend. Rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the
2: city. Talk soon!